Welcome back to an Omnia Paradis. I'm Jay here with my stand-in co-host Lily. Hi guys. And after much bullying on her part, we are gonna talk about something she's been trying to get me to watch for over a year, which is Love Island UK, baby. Listen, I'm not passionate about many things, but one thing I am passionate about is the entire Love Island franchise. One of my biggest obsessions, and the UK version is the best one. So. The UK is the original, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we have UK, US, and Australia. I've seen them all, love them all. UK is the best one. So I started the first US current season with Sarah Hyland hosting with Lily, and I was superiorly underwhelmed mm -hmm. because although they had like a diverse cast, they all looked like they went to the same plastic surgeon and gave the same reference photos and like they personally to me it didn't feel like they all would have looked more attractive naturally and like if they're confident like good for you guys good for you like do what you feel is right but I feel like it looked like they were just trying to become like what like they felt like society wanted them to look like and they would have been prettier more uniquely yeah the current cast that's airing right now gives Americans a bad name in my opinion but you and I like British people like that's yes. the thing about Love Island UK is like actually accents are amazing, the culture, the fashion, yeah. like their style. Mm -hmm. Okay, so for those of you who don't know Love Island, I feel like I should give the breakdown mm -hmm. because like I'm not as familiar with the show, so it's more like a layman's term. Mm -hmm. So Love Island is basically if you take a bunch of kind of elements of every dating slash reality show, kind of not like game show like Wheel of Fortune, but game show more like Big Brother, Amazing Race, Survivor, and kind of mush that with The Bachelor. The thing about the show that makes it unique is it takes place over two months, but at least for the most recent season, and they filmed, there were seven episodes a week. So one episode a week for their entire airing. One was a behind the scene or like a unedited like extra clip. And one was like a recap of like a panel kind of style with the contestants, without the contestants or sometimes, but like it's also done pretty much in real time. So the thing that I liked about that as opposed to the Bachelor franchise, they can't craft and like manipulate the way they can because they don't even know what's going to happen with that. In like a nice mansion, so think like Big Brother, but then it's like coupling, so think Bachelor in Paradise. And every week, similarly to paradise they switch off which gender gets to pick so it's like there's always one or two more of each gender than the other oh and then also throw in american idol and stuff like that because then the public votes and can kick anyone off at will and can bring new people on so it's like literally every reality show you've ever met like if they smashed it into one it's amazing it's chaotic yeah that's a great that's a great description you have your say america which which couple is doomed to fail yeah and so yeah there's a lot of dynamics going on but that's what makes it so good. Start with our core 10 people. So it starts off with five guys and five girls. And at least in the US and from what I've heard of other seasons, I've only watched the one season of the UK, the most recent. And so normally five girls walk on and then the five guys and the guys come in one by one and the girls who would be attracted to him step forward. This is the best and most cringiest part of the whole show. Yes. And then he picks of the five, even if they didn't step forward, who he would like to be coupled up with for the first week. Every week, or so there is a recoupling and sometimes the recoupling is how we eliminate a couple and sometimes the recoupling is just to switch things around because the vibes change within the contestants yes exactly however this season the public voted for the initial couple i this is something that i wasn't a big fan of it was kind of a little jay has a lot of thoughts on this but it was a little, um, it messed up kind of the beginning of the show because the whole point of the, or the first coupling is who 
do you like right away? Like, yeah. who, who pulls your interest right away? And that was kind of eliminated with this new format, which wasn't great. So my issue was it with it is so they say, quote unquote, the public. Whether it's American Idol, X Factor, whatever show it is, I would like the receipts for the public <laughs> voting and see how many people genuinely do. So the first man we meet is Dommy from Ireland. So Willie already has the, already is in Willie's favor. He's not only from Ireland, he's from Dublin. Oh, okay. So love Dommy. Yes. He's the best. And he's black. And there were two black girls there. And I knew from the second I saw him, the public was going to put him with one of those girls. Mm-hmm. And I was correct. And there was another black man we black man we met Akenna who went with the other black girl which frustrated me because like did the public not vote for an interracial couple like I don't think it was an intentional thing I'm not trying to make this all woke PC culture but I did expect it and it did stick that way through like it did mostly stick segregated the entire show like they did explore things and at some point everyone has to kiss everyone so like you do get that but it like I didn't like the segregation I was feeling with it because even when Danica comes in who's like, like I think she's like half Jamaican half British or she's definitely mixed but like she would hang out with like it felt a little it gave me a little bit of an it mm-hmm. yeah that's why i didn't like the format is because when you just leave it to the, the yeah. contestants then they get to choose and there's there's not that like layer of is this okay yeah, yeah. so it's like of course you're gonna do that so Dami gets paired up with Amber, Akenna gets paired up with India, and I'm sorry, her name is spelled I-N-D-Y-A-H. You missed an I. <laughs> I-N-D-I-Y-H, and it's very extra. But we love her. And there was, yeah, love India, but like that name spell, and the China with the C-H-Y-N-A, like I can't, I just can't do it. Yeah. If I am saying anything, like there's a cultural thing I'm missing, I apologize, and we'll like take these back, but like I can't with the spellings of like words that like when we change the name that's but, fair so Kenna in India Dami and Amber then we had Paige who is a paramedic and she was like I liked her from the second I saw her intro like from the paramedic track I'm like I like her and then she gets paired up with Luca who's a fishmonger who like in his little like white jacket like slinging the fish I was like oh he's cute too so I had my eye on them and then we have Tasha who's blonde and we find out later she's similar to Abigail from the Bachelorette franchise and she might be the first deaf contestant I think she was yeah and something interesting a fun fact I learned from Abigail from the Bachelor franchise that I think everyone should know there so when you see like deaf community there's the big D deaf community which means they are more ASL not into like cochlear implants and I think you're not disabled and like you should be proud to know sign and then there's the deaf community with a small D which are the ones who have the cochlear implants are more for either hybrid or like knowing both or for like integrating that way I didn't know there was a difference so yeah. I was like oh good to know like I thought it was just like the way that group preferred to phrase it but it actually there is like the big d-deaf community and the little d-deaf community and Tasha always uses the little d so I don't know for her like that's a known thing or like she just does it that way I thought that was great to have that on yeah and she calls it her superpower yeah which is cute and she was partnered up with Andrew and he he's the one who caught my eye but then I heard he was like I'm a real estate agent I'm like oh you must be a huge fucking fuck boy like I don't trust you Andrew was very very handsome but I didn't trust him either yeah and then we our last couple was Gemma and for obviously we have so many listeners in the UK like for all of our friends Gemma her father is Michael Owens who's a famous footballer she has 12 horses didn't like her from the beginning didn't like her spoiler alert all the way through the end I gotta say I didn't hate her I actually liked her a lot throughout the season I I couldn't tell you why but I just like how she has like a very strong confident energy but it's so 
not like it's it's fake confidence like that's the thing I felt from her like Mm -hmm. like keeping everyone at a distance like oh I don't care like I want Luca to be mean to me like yeah and then she was paired off with the sweetest sweetheart Liam who like never had a fair shot he deserves so much more like he got friend zoned right away and kind of I mean frankly this might be a two-part episode depending because like I have a lot I think they'd have to be separate parts because there's like what happened in the show and to me like this is a great like sociology communication like lesson which I would have to do in a different episode because I don't want to mix them so this is about like the plot the show what happened so those are our initial five couples and even sometimes when they pair off themselves under first attraction those couples can go poorly because all they know is like what the other one looks like they don't know their name they don't know like or they know like their name but they don't know anything else yeah it's literally based off first impressions and also they well first looks not even impressions they don't say anything exactly well they release all the women are standing in a line and so they release a guy one by one and so the girl like the guy they step forward but at the same time if I were in their shoes you always think that oh what if the next guy that comes forward is like my type you know so that prevents you from stepping forward so it's kind of like a it's not like they're looking for something better but you don't know what's coming up next even if you don't step forward they can pick you so like what's the point of me stepping forward like I wouldn't step forward, absolutely yeah. not, unless I was, like, thirsting for yeah. a guy. And I have to say, of the first five, Luca was, like, automatically my favorite. He's yeah. my type. He has yeah. tattoos. He's yeah. very, like, charming yeah. in, like, a kind of sarcastic way. Yeah, so my top was Andrew, but, like, I had, like, a fuckboy alert on, so I was like, eh. So then I moved on to Luca because I thought he was going to be better. Spoiler or not, <laughs> Andrew... I also think Lily can vouch for this because I have the receipts. I did a pretty good job at like characterizing and like guessing certain things and like like being the therapist for I'm gonna say characters for the entire time. Yeah, I was getting live reactions, which yeah. I loved. So yeah, from the from the jump, you pretty much had everyone panic. Pegged? Yeah. Pinned? Pegged. Okay. Okay. Right. So there were in total 66 episodes because again they filmed. I'm not going to recap every episode so I'm just going to kind of like ask me questions. Like a few of the big points we need to hit on I think were so our bombshells casa and kind of the the drama that affected the couples as the show progressed yeah but like the casa and like what a bombshells are kind of like the bigger messages so bombshells you might have heard the sound like trending on tiktok i like how they use bombshell because it's gender neutral so like Mm -hmm. like a bombshell is basically a new person add into the villa and kind of like mess with things and usually when they introduce a bombshell that person is safe for the week and they can go on like a couple dates and they also are caught up with what's happening. Exactly. So they know like, going in, like, I already think this person's attractive or I'm getting to break up this couple because I want a shot with them. First, the first bombshell, arguably the best bombshell of the season, was this Italian stallion named Davide, who at first I hated. I'll be honest. I thought he was very attractive, but I couldn't get over the accent. I thought he was a bit, like, arrogant. I, I was not a fan of him at all. He came in and basically, once a new person comes in, it kind of affects every couple because either someone's head turns or someone gets a little uh, jealous and gets overprotective which causes friction in the couple. Yeah. Everyone is single until proven 
otherwise. Mm -hmm. So like, but since you're in a couple, you automatically feel whether there truly is or not some sort of alliance and like respect, which we should feel, but it's awkward. Cause it's like when Davide comes in, it's like day two or day three and people's head turns like, I've only known the person I'm partnered with for one day. So it's one day more than he's come in. So it's a very like weird dynamic. But it's hard cause you have the couple title. You're sharing a bed with this person. Yes. You're doing challenges. You're literally on a team for most of the day. And like, you're also building a foundation of like getting to know a person. So you, you do, and you're spending all day with them. So you do feel close. And then someone new comes in and you're like, wait, what? Then you remember you've only known that person for two days. Exactly. So that's like a bombshell. And then also like jumping ahead a little bit. So Casa is something that I assume they do every season. And it's basically similarly kind of to the ultimatum, which is like that tragic Netflix show, which is like, I want to say, I think the ultimatum was trashier than Love Island. Basically on Love Island about around the halfway mark, they take all the couples, break them up for like three days, and bring in six new people of either gender to infuse into the house. And then at one point, they somehow reconcile and either come back and join their old partner or bring in a new partner. And that's where like shit gets really messy. But like that a little bit later. It's the spiciest part of the show. Yeah. It's like four weeks in. So the couples that have made it that far, especially the ones that have been there since the beginning, they're like really forming like a, an actual yeah. relationship. And then all of a sudden, they don't know when, but they're broken apart into these two separate houses. Yeah. It's amazing. Oh my god, I have one bone to pick real quick before Lily starts with her questions. I hate similarly to On the Circle, I hate how like we read the hashtags and we say hashtag blah blah blah. Hashtag I hate it. I hated it on the circle and when it came up here I'm like this is where the circle fucking got it from and I hate it. I hate it. They're stupid. Yeah. Stop it. Well that's how they're communicated with. Also I follow this girl from Love Island U- uh, US season one on TikTok and she like spills all the tea. Okay. Her name's Alex. But she basically said like yeah, it is like that. Like you, everyone has a phone and they receive like alerts and yeah. updates on their phone. And when you get the text, you have to say, I got a text. And then you have to read out the text. I like how she's on US and you're still doing an accent. I know. It's just like classic <laughs> Love Island, the British. But I think the hashtags are stupid. And the I really like that. Yeah, it's okay. Good. Where do you want to start? Okay, I kind of want to start early in the show with um, the India, Dami, Amber, Akena, love, friendship, fair. Yeah. So basically, to recap, India was paired with Akena and Dami was paired with uh, Amber. By the public. By the public. The racist public. Yeah. Basically because aesthetically they like match, I guess. Racially. Yeah, racially and, and yeah. In the eyes of the British public but i want to know but isn't it anyone with the app like can't can we not vote yeah but it doesn't air in the u.s so like you're watching it but you're not like watching it live because of the time difference and like there's no it's not broadcast but if i had the love island app could i vote i mean i guess you could i i don't know what percentage of their population is like it's it's also all of europe too so it's not just uk anywho my question is do you think that it was hand correctly because basically the couples swapped and then two of them got kicked off so there were two sets of friends and then they all became friends and then Dami decided he was more into India than he was Amber and they kind of they coupled up and then the other two were kicked off do you think 
It was respectful. Well, they didn't couple up officially until they got kicked off, and they got kicked off by the public. The That's public true. voted them off. So I think, frankly, it was great timing, and I think the public was like, oh, they want to be a couple. I see the chemistry. We don't need the other two. Yeah, because I think that was one of my favorite, like, as far as the relationship progressions, that was one of my favorites, because they did start off on such a friendship basis, yeah. and they had eyes for each other, but it was in, like, a flirty banter way yeah. without expectations. So and I think, spoiler alert, they made it to the finale, and they ended up, like, third. Dami and India were definitely, like, one of my favorite couples. I really like them. Yeah, I like them, too. I, India's lashes, I could not and she got like cluster lashes that are like they're they're like stripped but like they're in clusters and like you can see them very didn't love those i just love dami his irish humor dami when we get later to the baby episode dami i'm like oh you're gonna be a great father yeah but yeah i love dami in india i like i thought it was interesting for me i felt it very platonically until like the episode right before amber and akena left because i was like i felt like everyone was very platonic and then they were both like wait we haven't really talked just the two of us oh we both have much more of an attraction than the other one so let's yeah do that and then the other two got voted off which was like lucky and unfortunate true okay i'm gonna pivot to tasha and andrew because they're also like a day one couple that made it to the finale had a lot of ups and downs throughout the season they were trying to make it seem like uh tasha had less feelings than andrew so andrew had like a lot of these like really intense feelings from the beginning and he kind of wanted to stick with tosh throughout but tosh as uh, when there were people that were introduced uh to the villa she would like obviously go on dates and she'd get to know people then there was a lot of um slander i feel like she wasn't like being faithful and she didn't care about andrew so do you think that did you see where they were coming from on that and how did you feel about their relationship in general well i would like to say one i'm not pushing Ollie off the balcony i did tell her if andrew and tasha didn't make it i would push them i would push her off the balcony i love tasha and andrew from the beginning yes. you also have receipts i love them from the beginning and at one point at that, that costa point they do break up and i literally sent her right away i'm like they're gonna get back together like the second they could talk and i knew they were gonna get back together yeah because so the only thing with tasha that i think we can't fairly assess because we did not grow up in european uk culture is like according to the way they shot it and the, what we saw i feel like the guys were egging andrew on a lot and tasha also for the first like four public votes she and andrew were voted like bottom so the thing that made me curious about that was i don't know if it was like a jealousy thing i don't know if like people like they were so secure people wanted to like screw with them i didn't really know what it was but like from what i saw i felt like she was being a little bit more ambivalent because she did have more people who wanted to date her than andrew did because andrew was very closed off from the beginning and she right. was more open i don't think she crossed lines with anyone i don't either that's why i was confused like also the fact that they were in the bottom so many times was confusing because if you're looking at it strategically like then you're gonna want to vote off the stronger couples because at the end basically the strongest couple wins the prize money i don't <laughs> but like that's that's uh, uh, if you're thinking like crazy is like strategic and you're only there for the money but since the public was voting them so low that's i just didn't really understand why that was happening i them. think the public i don't know about other seasons again this is my first season i felt the public had too much input I think like one or two public votes, but I feel like those in the house know the full 24-7, and so they have a much better idea of who and what's going on. Yeah. Like, I felt like I don't know what Dami and Luca's issue was with Tasha so much, and their boy Andrew, like, they were very protective over him. And the thing is, like, 
she wasn't like again this is why i want to do a whole like psychology breakdown on this like i do agree either you are opened or you are closed Mm -hmm. and andrew whether he wanted to or not closed himself off immediately and tasha didn't and i think that was the issue but rather than luca and dami taking that issue with andrew be unwilling to open they kept faulting tasha for not being in it and like i hate as i get older there are certain phrases that like i'm like that like i'm killing off of like you don't seem happy with him Mm -hmm. you don't know me Mm -hmm. and all these people Mm -hmm. only together for like six weeks especially you don't know me so like how do you like and like that's the same thing when even friends are like like lily i know you've been dating him for a while but like he just doesn't bring out the best in you it's like who am i to say like who does and doesn't fill anyone else's cup up again this is excluding like abuse like obviously like abuse emotional physical like isolation you you get in there and you get your friend and do what you can but like i'm talking about just like whether or not i think the guy is great for you that should be the couple's choice to do themselves and it was annoying because tasha would only hear how much she was taking advantage of andrew and how much the public didn't like her mm-hmm. and like luca was such a shit stir and the thing that bothered me so much about luca was like i i felt like he's like i don't want anyone to comment on me and Gemma. Who eventually get together and stay together till the end so i'm just gonna fuck with everyone else so no like be on the offense like i'm gonna fuck with everyone else so no one fucks with me which is why i was so happy when the couples got to vote on the weakest couple that they were in three out of the five couples vote for them because they deserve it yeah well luke and Gemma is like a whole a whole thing but i think with tasha first of all she was really young she was like 19. no Gemma's 19. tasha was in her 20s I think Tasha's 20, 19 or 20. She's young. She had never been in love. This is like her first like actual relationship. So I think that she wanted to, she owed it to herself to like test and see if like the connection that she had with Andrew was like a solid one. And it's not her fault that he caught feelings so quickly. Um, I really liked her. She wasn't my favorite on the show, but I did think that she was genuine and authentic. But we do have to talk about what happened when Casa happened. Tasha's 20. She's 23? Gemma? Okay, so if we're going like, if I'm going to quickly like read through, this is going to be like a rapid fire age and cast member. We start with, there are a lot of Davide, 27, Ekansu, 27, Gemma, 19, Luca, 23, Dami, 26, India, 23, Andrew, 23. Seven, Tasha 23, Adam 26, Paige 24. I feel like I'm reading a lot of numbers here. <laughs> Danica 21, Jamie 27, or Deji, sorry, 22, Lacey 25, Natalia 23, Reese 23, Billy 23, right in your age, Rachelie. Summer 22, Coco 27, Josh 22, Jax 23, China 23, Jay 28, Cheyenne 23, George 23, Jack 23, Jasmine 21, Molly 23, Samuel 22, Antigone 26, Carly 28, Amber 24, Akena 23, Remy 22, Afia 25, and Liam 22. Wow. Okay, so it sounds like 23 is a baseline. Yeah. For, but I mean, 23 is still insanely young, yes. in my opinion. Oh, um, yeah, it is. But like, not Gemma's 19. We'd literally be aging out if we wanted to apply to be on Love Island. Yeah. Like, we'd be on the. Or the Same for the games. Bachelor franchise. It's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, no, as far as Tasha and Andrew, I think that they deserve to make it to the final. I think they had ups and downs. And I think they, they were challenged the most. So, like, if we're to pivot to Luca and Gemma, like, when Luca and Gemma's parents' families come, and like, you've been through a lot. I'm like, but have you? 
Not really. Like, Tasha and Andrew went through it. Because not only was it the public voting against them, the other Islanders were voting against them. And, well, I think Costa will be its own, like, segment. Costa yes. turned them. They both came back with new people. Yes. Like, they actually, like, to me, had the most trials and tribulations on the show. Yeah, Luca and Gemma seemed to sail by, like, coasting. I mean, the only thing was in the beginning, Gemma was kind of a hot commodity. So she was, like, the pick for the bombshell. Davide chose her first. Yeah. So, I mean, aside from that, I don't think they really had any issues. Yeah, they didn't, like, they both had their issues, but it was insular in their couple. Yeah. So, when they, when the families came out, like, you guys have been through a lot. It's like, have you? Yeah, they were my pick to win. Like, I usually, the first episode, I usually think that, like, someone from the starting five is going to be in the top or win. But remember, Wuku was with Paige. Right, so... When they coupled up, I did think that they were definitely going to be the winners. I also thought that Tasha and Andrew were going to win at some point. I did not predict the winners correctly, obviously. The winners, though, to me, let's be clear, the winners aren't the healthy couple. They're not, not at all. Like, the, the voting of this is very toxic. Like, towards the end, Paige and her partner Adam get voted off. And it's because I feel like they were boring. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. Like, that's why I think Andrew and Tasha could be because they're, you're fine. You're yeah. stable. I think to win, you have to have the best personality, and I think Luca did. You, you need to have a strong, best. Best for TV. Okay. Yeah, like, the best reality show personality. Luca like, was be... a freaking child and yeah. a baby through the entire gosh darn show. But he was, like, he had that charm, so he was able to, like, he came across well on camera. He was entertaining. Luca yes. was entertaining, which, like, I will give him 100%. But, like, Luca as a person, is obnoxious and narcissistic which is why he and Gemma work because she's also childish and narcissistic yeah like when oh my god when I can see her talent was like Gemma you're the most mature person I've ever met it's like well clearly you don't know very many mature people and Gemma's the like yeah should we talk about Ekansu okay yeah so Ekansu was the first one of the first female bombshells to come in and I thought she was really pretty and I really liked her for like I really her and Davide when he was like they're like magnets I'm like you are you either repel like like I knew they were gonna get back together so they got together and then he calls her a liar and an actress which is the most hilarious thing and I'm sure it's very memeable all over like oh yeah social media because like his accent is just perfect listening but like she they they were a toxic they were they were so toxic and I like don't understand how they got back together to me they're very much like a PR couple like yeah. when you watch their Instagram and when you watch them win they don't seem to be happy with each other but they seem to be happy with the attention Yes, I think so. I don't think they're going to last. I think they're very entertaining as well. And I think, I mean, they were a match, but it was like a very like hot and cold yeah. situation. Every season of Love Island has like one big like fight, like screaming match blowout. And they had theirs this season. And Ekansu also dated like a ton of people throughout the, the season, but she eventually... So did Day though. That's true. But it didn't seem like he was like actually serious about any of it. Like he was just kind of there having a good time. He even said, a few times like oh you're like they're, they're probably gonna like me you know but I don't know I'm just here you know I feel like by process of elimination they were the only ones who liked each other yes that was like the other thing with them yes. like what I was very confused about just to pivot this chaotic episode already <laughs> it felt like every guy in there loved Paige but no one ever tried to pursue her which was confusing like because like whenever it's like oh who's the sexiest of the challenge Paige who do you yeah. want to kiss the most during the challenge Paige was getting so much attention from everyone and they were all like she's wifey material yeah. but like none of them really tried to pursue her and I don't know if it's because like she gives off like you need to respect me vibes I think so 
I think that A, she friend-zoned a lot of them, uh-huh. and B, she was like an intimidating person to go after because she was so in demand by yeah. everyone. So it's like if you go for someone like when Jay went for her and eventually like she just stayed with Jax because she felt a better connection, Yeah, it's like you put, like they say, you put all your eggs in one basket and there's this girl that's like your top pick, but she's very in demand, then you're probably going to go home. Because if you don't spend time with everyone else, then when it comes time to recouple, you're going to be the odd one out. Okay, so I get that. But it was really funny because, like, every time there's, like, who do you want to, like, snog the most? It was, like, Paige. I'm like, whoa, like. Paige was, like, all around the best catch. I love Paige. By far. I love Paige. Even though her boobs were far too large for her size, (laughs) love Paige. And she's a paramedic. She seemed, like, I loved all the people who, like, they understood, like, they needed to make good TV, but they were also, like, I would, like, trust you in real life. Yes. So true. Okay. I going back to Ekin Sue though, um, she did grow on me. I also didn't like her to start, but once her and Davide got like actually serious about each other, then I think that they grew on me individually. I feel like you and I are the opposite. Like I really like Davide and Ekin Sue, and then as soon as they got back together, like I liked people when I felt like they were being genuine and like were mm. really trying to open themselves up. And then once it's like, oh, you're coupling for the TV or like you're just too toxic I'm kind of like thank you yeah I like the toxic yeah that's why Gemma and Luca's relationship I thought was really interesting to watch because they were kind of like on equal playing fields because Gemma was so like detached and like she has this like weird um she's very straight faced like she doesn't give a lot away as far as emotions or feelings but you could tell Luca was so obsessed with her but he wasn't used to being in a position where he had to like do the grafting as they'd say yes so it was interesting, but I could tell like she liked him as well, but she's kind of like me in the way that like if you're too forward, you, you get scared off. So Luca yeah. was trying to find the balance of like pursuing her, but not scaring her away with how much he was into her. Yes. That's why I like that relationship. But not that I relate to Gemma, because Gemma's like a lot and she is kind of the worst. I feel like, to me, like, I loved more, like, I would say, like, their dupes. Mm. Like, to me, Paige and Jax were what Luca and Gemma needed to be, but weren't. So, like, Paige, so Jax, um, he was a bombshell who came into the villa, as they call it. And the greatest thing is he is Gemma's ex. Yes. So, like, that was a fun little turn. I really wanted them to, like, rekindle something because, like, Luca would have blown his head off. But, like, Jax, to me, seemed, like, the better. Jax and Paige were, like, the healthier. I wouldn't say fully healthy, but the healthier Luca and Gemma. And so I love them so much. They were my favorite couple of the season. And it turns out he left because he couldn't handle, like, Paige dating other people. And he just felt overwhelmed by the whole process. And he was burnt out. But the scene of him talking to Luca, and they're both, like, trying not to cry, that, like, broke me. And then when he he was telling Paige that he was leaving, Jax is one of my favorites by far. Yeah, he was great. He was great. I think if he had stayed, they would have been top three easily. I don't, yeah. I really like Paige with Adam too. I think that's the thing. Like those who could like make it with Paige, Paige similarly to I feel like where you and I are is like we understand you can pair well with a lot of people because it's about like your values at the end of the day not like because Jackson Adam were very different yes like and also Adam was on a previous season so I had seen him like be this totally different version of himself like very he literally dated everyone he'd switch couples every week basically for like five weeks oh shoot and so he and he was like the biggest player and then he comes in like years later and he has this very mature, even relationship off the bat with Paige. He's still younger than you. I know. 
I mean, Adam Adam Collard is so fine. If you're Six listening five. to this right now, you need to look up his Instagram and then come back and like yeah. leave us a comment saying how fine he is. Yeah, Luca. It's like if I didn't know Luca, I really liked Luca. But the second you talk to Luca, you're like, you need therapy, and no. But Jax, I also think needed therapy, but like not nearly as much because like I had mad respect when like Jax left. Yes. Because like I was like, good for you. I was like, sobbing. But I was sad that like Paige like didn't rekindle after. But like I also felt like that's the thing. I I felt bad, but after Jax left and Paige stayed and immediately coupled up with Adam and like was very vocal about how she was way happier. It just kind of rubbed me the wrong way because she was very invested in Jax and like when he left, she was very emotional about it. But then it seemed like she rebounded super fast and like yeah. I don't know. She kind of literally forgot all about him, even though on the way out he was like, I'm gonna wait for you. I really really do like you and I want this to work on the outside which is why he left because he wanted them to yeah. make it work on the outside I feel like one again this all takes place over two months so like but the thing is it's two months without phone oh wait question do they drink on Love Island or is it like they a sober one drink a night okay right. yeah so like that's a, yeah. that's another thing that I really think is interesting about the show yes. that they like one drink because like most of this is like a sober experience which yeah. like they get drinks on the dates and then they can request a drink this is what I learned from this girl's TikTok but yeah they there's like a, a cabinet where they can open it and they, it gets restocked every night and they get one drink so yeah they're basically sober and they're they're cut off from their families and they're cut off from technology what's going on in the yeah. world so it's kind of like well you didn't like get this experience but like i lived in a dorm my first year of college and so the week zero it's before you have classes and you move in a week early like the freshmen do and you like bond with your hall so quickly like so much drama happened in the first week because like you have nothing to do but like hang out and like meet together mm-hmm. so i understand how couples you can like fall hard and fall when because like all you can do is be vulnerable and be there and be present so like i get that and at the same time though six weeks eight weeks is not two years three years four years like sure maybe that six weeks can take up like six months of time but it doesn't make up for like getting out and like they said like getting to experience things seeing how people interact yes like when Luca and Gemma towards the end were like, yeah, we like kind of like we're, we kind of did all we could in here. No, like you're just kind of you're you're lazy. Yeah, I see what you mean, but I think that they were they were so solid at that point. Like they were solid by week four, you know. So no one coming in would be a test after that point, and so that's the whole point of being in the well, Billy. In Billy. Um, I don't. So Billy was he was in Casa Amor, and he was one of the only boys that like made it back because the girls were all very solid in their relationships. Cash brought Billy back, and I I never really saw Billy as like a threat to Gemma and Luca because it was clear that she he was flirting with her and she wasn't reciprocating. I think that since Luca is kind of a very jealous person, he took it as a threat, but I don't think she did, and I don't think it, it ever had the potential to like be an issue. I think it did because isn't Billy the one who was like good friends with her like best friend? Yes, she had known he was a mutual friend yeah. of hers from the outside. So I guess that is true, but it's not like she ever entertained it or. or I think it was more than she would admit. I don't think like she would have fully turned, but I think yeah. I think she let him go farther than she should have for knowing Luca's reaction. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think she really. Okay, that's another question I have. So the Mad Movie segment where they like show the contestants. Footage. I think all shows need to do this because I think all reality shows need to do this because I think it's the best. They literally saw come with receipts footage of their interactions, so there was like no lying anymore, and especially finding or looking at footage from Casa Moore when they were separated it's like at that point yeah it's that's one of my favorite parts of the show too they do that every year and they like basically spill the tea about all the couples for them 
Yeah. So, but yeah, I don't think Billy Billy was a problem. I he was one of my favorite people. I'm sad. I think he should have been introduced way earlier. Because if you're introducing Casa, like you're already there's five other people. Like well, it's like the very like like halfway through week seven. I think it's seven or eight weeks. Yes. Halfway through week seven, they brought in four bombshells. Like right. What and is I, that gonna do at that point? At that point, like Ekansu and Daffy were solid. Indian and Dami were solid. Gem and Luke were solid. Page and I, like everyone's solid. Yeah. So introducing new people is kind of like a waste of everyone's time. Um, and you can kind of feel that towards the end of the season. Like, people were just, like, ready to be yeah. done and leave. Indie on the recorder. Oh, my gosh. Dommy rapping. I was crying. Luca to High School Musical. <laughs> Gemma and Paige to Fergie. Dommy Day cooked. I can see you gave a terrible TED Talk. Okay, Tasha well, and the Cup song was adorable. I and, know. And my thing is, people better be kind to her, like, being that she's hard of hearing. Yeah. Oh my god, but Andrew's real estate pitch was my favorite thing. I was like, this was my favorite side to Andrew. It was Andrew. like a roast. Andrew ended up being like the white horse, like, or like the mystery person. He actually was, he was your normal amount of fuckboy, but like he was much more vulnerable and to me much more emotionally intelligent than a lot of the other guys, except he did get quite swayed, quite like swayed by the other guys, so I didn't love that. But at the end, after he and Tasha have been through a whirlwind, his final like we said earlier he was a real estate agent so for his like for the talent show he had a model of the villa made and like walked it through as if he was doing a real estate pitch but he roasted everyone through it yes and like, i thought it was, was hilarious. the bench where Gemma and luca both cried and like said that they were going to be together forever like, yeah and this like, like poking fun at everyone yeah. is so good the blue bathing suit he's like oh and like this is where like the bombshell came through and like the hot bikini and it's like antigone and it was like <laughs> oh my god antigone was wonderful i'm sad she didn't last longer i know that's the thing if you're too normal and like level-headed you're not gonna make it yeah like, Paige was the exception because she was very everyone's type everyone's type yeah um okay we need to talk about casa and coco <laughs> the tit <laughs> yeah this was uh steamy this is like probably the hottest tea of the season so basically once the guys and girls were split into their respective casas everyone was on andrew like you have to start experimenting you have to like let your guard down you have to get to know these girls like you know fuck it we're here and like might as well this is what the love island is experience is all about and especially dami luca and Jax were all like basically egging him on to like get out there yeah. and make out with someone and you know so and they were saying like you know tasha was like tasha's yeah. head has been turned by every bombshell that came in here like really like they got in his head from like day one yeah so and the girls did too because as soon as the cost of girls came in andrew like you've been walked on you do this like yeah so andrew meets coco coco is this like tall brunette girl like traditionally very sexy and very flirty and she was like very into andrew so Andrew basically at this point he's crying he's saying like he loves Tasha basically but he he feels very betrayed and heartbroken because of everyone else saying that she's done these things and said these things behind and that back. he loves her more than she loves him exactly so he was basically feeling like a bit of a simp and like he was like okay I might as well do this if everyone's saying it so he like basically spends three days with Coco like making out with her making out in bed making out in the pool like, and he does something. He licks her tit. <laughs> One tit. <laughs> and so uh, Andrew's being a bit of a naughty boy. But how do you feel about the whole situation? Because, yes, he did bad things. No, they weren't together. So is it cheating? How much can you blame other people for his actions? See, this is why we need a part two to kind of go with, like, the psychology of all of this. Like, 
Like, he took it far. He but licked the thing, her, her boob. But, like, again, no one's exclusive. No one is in a relationship. No, yeah, that's true. And to be fair, when they did come back and he came back with Coco, Tosh brought back Billy. So it's like, it's the same with Indy and Dami. Like, oh my god. That, okay, so that back. pissed me off. So, yeah, when the reconciliation from Casa happens, let's just use, like, me, Lily, and Zach Efron as an example. So, Lily and Zach Efron were the couple prior to Casa. They go their separate ways. Zach Efron brings... So then comes the option. Do they want to come back together where they both stay single so no one no one from Casa stays? If Lily brings someone back but Zach doesn't, Zach immediately goes home. Yes. And if Zach brings someone back but Lily doesn't, Lily automatically goes home. Yeah, so there's a big risk of choosing someone to come back with and there's also a risk of not choosing. So my thing is, to hedge your bets, you pick someone else. Because what's the worst that happens? You reconcile. The worst well, that happens is you bring someone back and the person that you like doesn't and they leave. Which is dumb. Yeah. That's why you should bring someone back. Like, that's my point. Like, to hedge your bets, you should bring someone back. Yeah, if you don't trust them, for sure. Yeah. Because, yeah, like, that's the thing that like, I love that, like, they both did. But it was so great to see how pissy Andrew and Dommy were. Like, how dare they come back to other people as they were sitting next to their own Casa pics. Yeah, Dommy brought back this girl named Summer, who he kind of liked, but also, you know, he was more set on India. And they both come back with girls, and Dommy gets all pissy. And I felt so bad for Summer and Coco, because they're just sitting there like, oh, so you didn't like me at all then. <laughs> so I, I was just, like, there for convenience. <laughs> and now we're basically like screwed so yeah that whole thing was crazy the guys reactions were very immature yeah as they brought their own women back like when yeah. like when andrew saw billy he got so much and when like yeah when dami saw deji that was like the end of it oh my god again though going back to luca being a baby when i because deji and dami reminded me of this when Gemma started to call luca Jax and he like got so pissy like Jax was standing next to her you're reading into it because you're insecure yeah, that's the whole thing from Casa is like it really shows people's insecurities and it shows you where you stand with them on but, a level. See, the thing is like it can't, but the thing is for Davide and Ekansu for to not bring someone back from Casa, to me was both of them trying to be an alpha, like a power move. It yes. wasn't because they liked each other, but it was like a power move. Like, see, I didn't do anything. Did you do anything? Like they did it so they could get mad at the other. And didn't, Sue was trying to protect her honor and her integrity because she had already cheated on Davide. No, they, you don't well, cheat. Well, not cheat, but, like, she literally snuck up on her hands and knees and crawled to a terrace to make out with a guy, like, directly above Davide, which I think is a little... But Davide was also being distant. Yeah, but it's a little, like, it's not, it's out of order, as they'd say. Like, you, you're supposed to have a chat to Davide and, like, then go and get to know Jay. It was just a little and, sneaky. Okay. I mean, I don't think that she did anything wrong, but I think that... There she could, could have been more respectful. Yeah, there could have been a better way to do that. But uh, yeah, I think that was more of a pride thing from their perspective. As far, like, Andrew and Tasha came from, like, deep feelings of mistrust and, like, frail. They both let other people get into their heads. Exactly. Because nothing was wrong. They were fine. They were fine. Like, right before they left, they were, like, smooching and saying how much they like each other. Um, how did he feel about Tasha being the one to ask him to be his... Girl. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was cute. I feel like she genuinely meant it, but I feel like Dami and Luca would have had something to complain about to Andrew regardless whether she did it or he did it. Yeah, and I like, thought it was sweet. My parents, my mom proposed to my dad, so like, yeah, I, I don't think there's anything wrong. 
with that. Um, oh my god, but like Luca and Gemma being so... So when Ekansu and Davide become boyfriend and girlfriend, Ekansu makes kind of like a shady or a salty comment to Gemma and Luca like, oh, like one day you'll be exclusive. And Gemma and Luca like kind of were giving this, like, we've been exclusive this whole time. Like we didn't have to declare it like everyone else. It's like, yeah. this is showing both of your small dick energies. Yeah. Like they're like the fact that they like talked so much about how like we didn't have to do it. Like we didn't, it's like, okay, but like if you didn't have to do it, why are you bitching to each other so much now? Why is it such a big deal? I know Gemma had this whole thing of she didn't want to do it in the villa, which I get but like it's just a label at the end of the day and if they're saying the label doesn't matter then what difference does it make yeah i felt like they were like they were being pick me like we want to be different like we're gonna wait yeah I'm like okay we're too good to even like perform that ritual or whatever yeah like they were just trying to be the thing that was like funny is like you could tell they both really cared yes. but like they both did everything they could they like i feel like they both thought they were so clever to the public of like we don't care we don't like each other like you guys love each other and that's fine and like something that like i'm personally working on as lily is too is like like why do we hate on other people for being like happy so much like so that's true. one of the reasons i think tasha and andrew got so much hate from everyone it's like because they were like happy and together and like they didn't care what anyone else thought it's like well we're gonna get in there fucking year so they're like yeah. unsure like the rest of us yeah that's so true especially when it comes to uh dammy i think him being and jacks too them being so like unhinged at casa and like trying to justify their own actions of like doing all of these things with other girls they were trying to like pull uh, Andrew in so that they felt better about this. Basically. Yeah, and like Luke was like, I'm just trying to stir the shit because I wasn't gonna do anything. It's like, but like, why? Why do you have to mess with other people just to like, yeah, like for your own amusement? Like, don't you want like if like if you love Jax, like don't you want him to be happy? Yeah, it's like you're trying. To I do think they're both like again, they're both very young. They're both my brother's age. Yeah, so. younger twenty. Yeah, like the thing that's annoying is I felt like Luke was like, I can't have fun, and I'm kind of bitter that I can't have fun. So I want you to go fuck around on your girl so I can vicariously like fuck around on mine yeah and it's like if you want to fuck around on Gemma do it yeah you can't be like I'm secure and I'm gonna be in a healthy relationship but I'm gonna like ruin all of yours for my own entertainment yeah I agree he was just being like a, a bit immature and, but I I gotta say I do still like he's still if you had to choose your top two favorites I know yours would be Andrew but who would your second be like for me to partner up with or like favorite from the show from the show like your favorite couple like when they got screen time um, I think Jackson Page and Andrew mm. and Tasha. Yeah, I'd say I'd say Jackson Luca for me. I don't know, I just really like Luca's personality. You know. Um, but that's why maybe you're not ready to find a partner. <laughs> just mate. Maybe yeah, you wanna wait a little bit. That's like the toxic side of me. Yeah. But Jax was toxic too. And I think neither of them Jax was toxic in the way that like Luca was toxic. But the thing is like with Paige, he like acknowledged it and was like willing to work on it when she's like you don't get to speak to me that way yeah versus if Gemma had said that to when Gemma tried to say that to Luca he he took his mic off and ran out of the villa so true that's very true and again for Andrew's 27 so he's a little bit older for Jax's age I don't think like I wouldn't give him a pass if I was the one dating him but it's also like for his age like he'd at least try to do right by Paige Mm-hmm. Yeah, were your two favorite girls Tasha and Paige? Yeah. Yeah. From the beginning. Yeah, I told you from the beginning I love Paige. And then, I don't know, like, when I found out Tasha was deaf, I was like, oh, this is nice. Like, I like this. And she was always nice. So what are your overall feelings about the show? Would you watch another season? Did you enjoy oh my it? God. I would watch another season. I feel like a big thing. I watched it in two days. So granted, I didn't watch every conversation. We'll put that disclaimer out there. Because, like, you can only 
watch it's like is your head gonna turn did your head turn oh i'm being a mug right now you made me out to be like a mug so many times like oh you need to go graft him or you need to go do that i can't believe she's going on another date i can listen to the same conversation so many times yeah you did a speed round i did He's but like, like i got the important bits and the challenges are fun i wish they did more challenges what was your favorite challenge what they did. My favorite challenge was like the heart rate challenge. Yes. So in this challenge, I assume everyone wears a heart rate monitor and everyone does something sexy to try to like make. Yeah, they're all wearing like fireman outfits or like nurse outfits. Yeah. It's the best. And then like when people were getting all pissy when the other person, like here's the thing with the heart. So in this situation, Gemma wore like a black bodysuit with a whip and like had red lips and like a red hood on, like red riding hood, I guess, I don't know. I guess. But the thing is like evolutionarily biological like speaking, like three out of the like five guys had like Gemma got their heart. It's like because that look would have turned the heads if any girl had worn it. it like, you can't yeah. think of personally that it was Gemma. It was like her, she was playing a seductress. So it's like if anyone had chosen the seductress, they would, do you get what I'm saying? Like yes, they would have one. It just happened to be Gemma. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if they choose or a production chooses their outfits yeah. for them. I don't know. But Tasha and the Barbie box was iconic. Tasha is queen. She's also an incredible professional dancer. dancer. Yeah. yeah, she's amazing. Who was your least favorite cast member? For me, Danica. I just couldn't. I tried to like her. I just couldn't. I thought she was um, a little young. She is. She's only 21. Yeah. My thing with Danica, like, personally, she wasn't my favorite. But, like, I had mad respect for her continuing and, like, the resiliency to keep going for what she wanted. Yeah. Like, I think, like, at some point, like, she, like, she could have taken, like, a few hints. But I think, like, in general, like, kudos she, she for her going. She chose Luca. She yeah. chose Luca from Gemma. Luca was so pissy about that. He threw a fit. But, like, you don't deserve to throw a fit. Like, really? Like, I'm not going to sleep in the same bed with you. Like, and it's so rude for, like, her, you know? She has to... Yeah, it's like... She just like, feels so bad. Yeah, like, so. Gemma slept in the bed with Davide. Like, what's mm -hmm. the big deal? Like, you... My thing is, like, Luca and Gemma both, I felt like, tried to do these big gestures. of Like, I'm not gonna sleep in the bed. Like, it's like... But, like, why do you need to do such big... It, they, they felt like a lot of overcompensation to me. Like, yes. a lot of overcompensation to me. Of course. So, did you have a least favorite person? Oh, God. Like, like I liked Gemma the least. Okay. She makes good TV. So, like, I entered... I was entertained by her, but, like, she bothers me as a human. Her and Ekansu bother me as humans. I loved Ekansu at the beginning though, which is the thing that hurt me so much. I was like, oh my god, you were so entertaining, and yeah. now like you're so annoying. Yeah. She just got so insecure. She came in really confident, and like when she was with Jay, she seemed really mature and intelligent. And then when she got back on it's like, oh, you're just like a 23 year old. Like you're like you clearly don't have much. She's 27. She is. Yeah. I liked Coco. I think, like, that might be a really popular opinion, but, like, it's, like, some of the girls, like, Coco, like, Coco never got a real shot. Yeah. Like, some of these people never got real chances. Yeah. That's true. I liked her, too. Um, I thought the Casa Amor past was a little weak. Like, in previous seasons, they oh, okay. have some really, like, really cool, interesting people. I feel like this, these... They were very chill. Yeah. The, by then, the couples were too locked in, I feel yeah. like, to introduce anyone that would really shake it up. But, yeah, I have... If you want to watch another season, maybe not all at once, yeah. but um, Love Island 3 and 5 are my favorites. Okay. They're the highest ranked, and... Okay. You're gonna love it. But this season, I've been looking at, like, different articles on where it ranked as compared yeah. to the other seven. And it's, like, it's not the best, Mid? it's not the worst, it's, like, five or six out of eight. What, what do you think made, like, three and five, like, the top? Is it because they're more drama-full? There's more drama, really great cast, really, like, you never know what's gonna happen next. Very, very, very good TV. Like, season five was when the uh, ratings were at its all-time highest. Mm -hmm. So, that's when the show was, like, the most popular, and it's like for a good reason. Mm -hmm. There's one girl in that 
It's like there's one girl in that season that's like the queen of Love Island, basically. Who is it? Her name's Maura Higgins, and she's also Irish. <laughs> Very nice. Okay, I'll definitely take another look. I feel like I need a part two of Love this like Love Island podcast because like I need to discuss like the social dynamics and like the communication issues with everyone, but like that needs to be its own separate thing because that that's needs, them. That needs research. Well, not even research. That just needs to be like them as humans. Yeah. Which we can do like after this one, but like this was about like the basis of the show and like these particular people. But like I have so many issues with like I have so many like issues with the mental health and like the psychology of everyone. Oh yeah. That like I can't discuss in this episode because like it would have taken too much time away from the other stuff yeah and this is also like a really savage show as far as like you have any kind of self-esteem problems or like any kind of trust issues it's going to be mega like amplified in the house but like it should but like it will be like regardless like yeah like really but it's like if no one's picking you for a date or like you know you have like a lot of anxiety then the house is going to be a lot harder to but like i think like it's both though because it's 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 the extremes because either you're going to feel really good because like the girls like you could tell the guys had a really good bond and the girls had a really good bond outside of their couples yes. so it's like you feel very empowered and also it's going to bring out your best and it's going to bring out your worst because it's in such a concentrated saturated environment that's another thing that makes the other seasons really good is the dynamic of the guys and the girls separately. You know, like if yeah. you get like a really close-knit crew of, of girls, then it, it's more entertaining yeah. and good. Yes. Here's part one of our Love Island episode. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of In Omni After Audis. Don't forget to rate, download, and follow on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. As always, where you lead will follow, so head on over and see what bombshells we talk about next. <laughs> Bye! Bye.